It's a curious part about humanity, about our habits, that oftentimes the easiest things become the hardest things. Flossing and brushing your teeth require not a whole lot of effort, but anyone who has a cavity knows the results of when you don't. Getting up when the alarm rings is pretty easy when you think about it, but anyone who's ever hit the snooze bar knows that it's not. And God is my witness. It's a struggle for me. I know this. It's easy to walk by a table with candies and sweets on it, but when you see that delicious cookie or something, it's really, really hard. This is who we are. We're creatures of habit. Simple things can become extraordinarily difficult, can become the most impossible things for us to do. For us as Christians, oftentimes this is the place of prayer in our lives. Prayer is essential to who we are as Christians. It's frankly an easy thing to do if we think about it. Go, sit down, and for an extended period of time, Meditate. Think of, love the Lord. And yet, perhaps all of us know how easy it is to prioritize other things, to put something ahead of it, to just, you know, blurt out a prayer in the morning and give it a little thanks in the evening, to never think of God throughout the day. And yet, St. Paul tells us very clearly, pray without ceasing. Jesus, as he goes into the Garden of Gethsemane, says to the apostles, stay here and keep watch. It's an explicit command, not because the Lord gains anything out of it, but because we gain so much from it. And yet it remains difficult and hard. And I accord with you on this. I know that it's much easier for me, even when I'm sitting in prayer, to fire off a few emails, to worry about that thing that's coming down the pike in campus ministry, to deal with something tangible. It's easier to do that than it is to sit and to let the Lord in silence work on my heart. And even though the apostles were told explicitly, stay here and keep watch, we all know they fell asleep. They neither stayed there or kept watch. The challenge of prayer is real. But we are called to make it a priority in our life. To make that thing that is easy, that has become difficult, as Sub, or as unconscious as breathing in our life, to recognize that there but by the grace of God go I, to listen ever attentively to the voice of the Lord. In the second reading, we heard from the book of Revelation that a vision of a great multitude which no one could count from every nation, race, people, and tongue, they stood before the throne and before the Lamb. This is what heaven is going to be. Heaven will be prayer. Heaven will be an act of adoration, of falling on our face before God. In that instance, though, we will know everything. We won't have any questions. We will be totally, completely fulfilled by the love that is God. And so prayer for us is a preparation for our union with God in heaven. But as we heard in the second reading, those who stand before God were made white by the blood of the Lamb. They chose to sacrifice. They chose to prioritize, to make easy what was difficult, to put Christ first, to follow after Him. In the Gospel, Jesus says to us, My sheep hear my voice. Do we, do you, 
Listen to the voice of God. Do you even know His voice? Because if prayer is not a central part of your life, it's easy to confuse the voice of God with your own voice. It's easy to confuse the voice of God with the call of the world, with this call to sin. And this is why we must constantly listen and sit in the presence of God so that we can be attuned to His voice above all. Prayer is not getting this you know, clear voice, do this. Prayer is sitting and letting God speak and knowing that He's going to carry you forward into your life. And when you're faced with a difficult decision or a dilemma, you can hear the voice of God. In the book of Kings, when Elijah goes up, or, yeah, when Elijah goes up the mountain, the voice of God is not in the earthquake or the thunder or the fire. It's in that gentle breeze. If we're not attuned to God's voice each and every day, when the gentle breeze comes in the midst of the chaos, we won't be able to hear it. But if we tune ourselves in, we can hear it no matter what. And thinking about this homily, I was, obviously it's Mother's Day, so I was thinking about my own mother, and I remember a conversation I had with her a while ago, a few years back actually, where she said she couldn't really remember her mother's voice. Her mother died uh, oh, 33 years ago now, right after I was born. And she said she couldn't remember, really, with clarity, what her mom's voice. Like, she could in a way, but she couldn't. And that was kind of a sadness for her. But the reality was, is that because of my mom's prayer life, because of her love while her mother was alive, even though she couldn't hear her literal voice, my grandmother's voice permeated and echoed through so much of what my mother is, who she is, and what she does. Because even though, again, she couldn't sit and talk directly with her mother through prayer, she knew that voice. And this is what God desires for each of us, to follow him, to listen to his voice, and to do great things in his name. But listen, and listen every day, we must. God speaks, but it's often in silence. God calls. But are we listening when he calls? Fifteen minutes each day, sitting in the presence of God, whether that be in, before the Blessed Sacrament or finding a quiet place, opening the Scriptures, letting God speak to you through his word and form your heart. This is all it takes to listen to the voice of the Lord, to follow after the Good Shepherd, and to live a life where the easy thing is the easy thing where the natural thing is the natural thing, where prayer is the same as breathing, of taking in the Word of God, His love, His sacraments, and breathing out into the world His love, of being changed not through our hard works, but through the grace, the mercy, the love of God being breathed each and every day into the lungs of our soul through prayer.